Uh, it's good to be home. It's good to be back at Bentley. It's good to see my son-in-law and daughter surprised us this morning and came. Glad to have them here with us this morning. I have a simple thought, but I just want to tell you up front, I've come to do battle with hell this morning. It may not make you shout. It may not make you may not. I hope you get something from it. I remember standing in this pulpit about a number of years ago. And I was preaching a message, and I said, I don't, want, I don't want just one demon to have to concentrate on me. Well, I think they took me up on that. So I come to fight back this morning. Greater is he that is in me and in you than he that is in this world. Greater is he that is in me and you than is in this world. He has but a short time, and it's about over for him. So I came just this morning to share a survival uh, skill in this time we live in. It is a crazy time. If Y'all could put my text up there. It's main, you, I'm going somewhere, so just follow me. If you put my text up there. This is Habakkuk chapter 1. The burden which Habakkuk the prophet did see. O Lord, how long shall I cry? And thou will not hear. Anybody ever felt like that? Prophet did. Even cry out unto thee of violence, and thou will not save. Why dost thou show me iniquity and cause me to behold grievance for spoiling and violence are before me, and there are and there are that raise up strife and contention. In verse four, therefore the law is slacked. Habakkuk's being pretty straightforward. And judgment doth never go forth, for the wicked doth compass about the righteous. Therefore, wrong judgment proceedeth. He's having a bad day. Sounds like Satan's been after him a little bit. Sounds like he's having trouble. And then the next, Matthew 27, and they crucified him and parted his garments, casting lots that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet. They parted my garments among them, and upon my vesture did they cast lots. And sitting down, they watched him there. And set up over his head his accusation written, This is Jesus, the King of Jews. Then were there two thieves crucified with him, one on the right and the other on the left. And they that passed by reviled him, wagging their heads, and saying, Thou, hast, thou that destroyest the temple and buildest it in three days, save thyself, if thou be the Son of God. Come down from the cross. Likewise also the chief priests mocking him with the scribes and elders said, He saved others, himself he cannot save. If he be the king of Israel, let him now come down from the cross, and we will believe him. He trusted in God. Let him deliver him now, if he will have him. For he said, I am the Son of God. The thieves also which were crucified with him cast the same in his teeth. Now from the sixth hour there was darkness all over the land until the ninth hour. And about the ninth hour Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama, sakbathani. That is to say, my God, my God, why? Hast thou forsaken me? God manifest in the flesh. Jesus Christ said, Why? My title today is Why? 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 If we don't grasp this concept, and I hope we can, I hope I do it well enough. If you don't grasp it, it's because I messed it up. There's some unanswered whys in this room. And the devil uses every one of them to keep us lost, keep us confused, keep us hurting, keep us depressed, keep us anxious, keep us fill in the blank. 
but not after today. I've come to do battle with it. Every unanswered question this morning, you're going to have an opportunity to get it answered. I'm, I'm going to try to move along. I promised that you could eat. As I get older, I reflect on all those great philosophical questions. Y'all ever done that? We, we get wiser the older we get, or at least we think we do. In this world, I see people debating all the big topics of politics. Won't go there. I see people debating world events. Won't go there. The world seems to be in turmoil. And we even debate religion. Since the beginning of time, the great topics of religion have been debated. The great theological debates still rage. They, they rage on about salvation. They rage on about millennialism, words I can't even pronounce. Atonement, pre-mid, post-trib, mid-trib, salvation, baptism. All questions people have. Let's be clear, I've answered those for myself. I believe in one God. I believe His name was Jesus Christ. I believe He was born of a virgin birth. I believe He died and was buried in a tomb, and I believe He was raised again. I'm answering those questions. I've had those questions answered. I believe His name is Jesus, and I believe I'm filled with His Spirit. I believe I've been baptized in His name. All those questions I've answered. But I believe there's a more fundamental question that goes unanswered. Why do I even need God? People, and I'm getting way ahead of myself, I don't live where I should live or maybe not at the place I should live because I don't answer some of these fundamental questions. I need God because I am born eternal. We talk about getting people, you want, you know, in, in, you want eternal life. We, we have it. Have I lost you yet? You are eternal. That spirit in you is eternal. It will live somewhere, heaven or hell, and that's going to be based on how you answer the question, why? Why do I need God? If you're living for God today, that's wonderful. If you're not living for God today, you're going to have a chance to answer that question. I promise you, you do need Him. Let me answer that right now. Young people, this may seem to you, but you will have many times in your life, more than I have left, to have ask yourself, why? Why is this happening? Why did that happen? And it's the way we ask that question that will get us past this enemy. Eve in the garden, what happened? Eve had an unanswered question. Why can't I have that tree? She didn't even ask the question, or it's not recorded, but it was living in her spirit. Do you have any unanswered questions this morning in your spirit? They will cause the enemy to sneak up to you and say, yes, you can do that. You can have all of that. Now, it may kill you, but you can have it. We are born with this desire to know why. Anybody in here never question anything? Yeah, me either. I question, I have questions, a lot of questions, but I know where to take them now. And before I finish, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you what I have learned. We're designed and we're created to ask why. Moses said, why do you deal ill with your servant? David said, oh Lord, why do you stand far off? And why do you hide? Habakkuk said, why do I see all this happening? Job said, why have you made me your target? And the disciples said, why has that man been blind since birth? It's okay to have questions. It's not okay not to ask them. It's not, they're in this room. We have them. 
It's not okay not to ask. They ask the question. It's okay to, and I'm skipping ahead for time's sake. It's okay to ask why. It's not okay to challenge God's motives. They were asking why, but they didn't challenge his motives. It's always okay to challenge the circumstances, but it's never okay to question his motives. I want, I want to live John 10, 10. I want to have life, and I want to have it more abundantly. But sometimes I live Job 13, 15. Though he slay me, yet will I serve him. I want to live John 10, 10. I want the abundant life. I want everything to be prosperous and happy. But sometimes I live Luke 22. Father, if it be possible, take this cup from me. But nevertheless, in case you missed it, those are two answers to the question why I just gave you. Nevertheless, though this is not looking right, though this is not the way it's supposed to be, nevertheless, though life has turned everything upside down, though it slay me, yet will I serve him. Because what they're saying is, I know he'll never leave me and forsake me. I know he's not slaying me. I know this is life or this is the enemy. I know if I will just say, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. You can get past. Is this making any sense this morning? I haven't been with y'all in a while. I could share all my personal stories, and I didn't know my baby was coming this morning. We've been through a lot lately, but I've been through nothing compared to what they've been through. My little trips to MD Anderson, I would trade back again a hundred times fold if they didn't go with their food. I would. Because though he slay me, yet will I serve him. And I'm proud to say they know that. Though it seems all upside down, yet will they serve him. Cancer's easy compared to what they're going through. And I don't understand it. And I will tell you briefly, I was mad at God. In the hospital the other day, I was mad at him. And you know what I did? I told him I was mad at him. I did like these people in the Bible say, I don't understand it. Why are you so far off? Why don't you seem to answer and the answer came to me so quick, you don't understand, but you can trust. And though he slay me, yet will I serve him. I'm doing battle against hell right now because if we don't keep that attitude, if we don't get that attitude, he slips right in and says, yes, you can. Come over here. Listen to this. No, devil, though you slay me, though the world's upside down, Eat not just for me, but for my baby. And y'all know how that hurts. Yet will we serve the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Waymaker, you singing that song? I can't tell you how many times I sung that song poorly. Walking across that sky bridge at MD Anderson. Waymaker, promise keeper. I had my nevertheless moments when I'd hug and kiss him goodbye and walk across. I don't know why I had cancer. You know, I honestly never even asked God that. I have asked him about that. I don't know why. Why not me have cancer? But he never left me, and he never forsake me. And it didn't become an issue because though he slay me, yet will I serve him. I hope this is making sense. See, I want to live John 10, 10. But sometimes I don't get to live John 10, 10 in the way I think it should be lived. But I know Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the thoughts he has for me and for them and for you. Fill in your own personal stories. I just use mine because I don't want to tell some of y'all's. But you all have had your own personal questions, your own battles. Why is this happening in my life? 
do I need God? Why is this happening? You have answered your own questions. And we, we know the word tells us that he has an expected end, a promise of peace, a future of hope. The answers to why God must always include those. Even though it looks like it was about to fall apart, yet will I serve him. Even though my health may be failing, nevertheless, not my will, but thy will be done. See, I know the ultimate answer is I want to hear well done, my good and faithful servant. That's the ultimate answer to all my questions. And I'm moving along, folks. 1206. I've only been going nine minutes. Y'all still with me? Madeline's cooking for us today, she told me. Mm. So I'm going over there. I know the plans he has for me, and I know the plans he has for you. And I know there's an enemy that wants to derail every one of those plans. And he looks for an open door. An unanswered question or an unasked question is an open door. It, <clears throat> I'm meddling now. I shouldn't do that. Let me just ask you to ask yourself this question. And I find myself asking it more often. Are there any unasked questions in your life? Are you living where God wants you to live? Do you feel satisfied that you're doing everything you can possibly do for the kingdom? If not, why? I told y'all I was meddling. See, I only come up here about once a year. So maybe y'all won't be too mad at me when I finish. I'm talking to me more than I'm talking to you. I know the plans that God has for me. The little secret is every the, the secret is why should turn into what y'all probably will, you won't remember anything but you might remember this little part every one of my whys needs to turn into a what why is this happening okay I'm starting the process why is this going on I don't know but I know nevertheless why is this happening I don't know but I will still serve him why is this happening when those that's here but when I can turn that into okay God what are you trying to do with this we begin to elevate ourselves above where we are and where the enemy can talk to us. And we begin to say, what is your hand in this, God? I've told many people God did not give me cancer, but he used it. I'm not going to bore you all with those stories anymore. God's not worried about what happens to me here as much as he is worried about me getting there. My whys must turn into what's. And then, I'm skipping quickly, then those what's will turn into who. Why, what, and who? Maybe all you'll remember from this. Why is this happening? May not get the answer I want. But what is this? What's going on? And what are you trying to do? And then who do I say that he is? Peter, who do you say that I am? Who do men say that I am? But who do you say that I am? That's a question. So I ask you this morning, who do you say God is? Is he a way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, dark? overcoming the light with darkness that's the little secret is to let it turn into what and then who truth is our victory comes when that happens I'm not trying to be cute or philosophical life will give us all these problems and that's why nevertheless can turn into a what and it keeps us in the abundant the abundant life the, the John 10 10 I, I have discovered and I have been through some stuff to discover it and I'm still discovering. It's not the things of this life. It's to go through this life being able to keep a nevertheless attitude. That's the abundant life. It's able to say, though he slay me, yet will I serve him. Life is tough. Jesus, who said, 
on the cross, why has thou forsaken me? I also said, life is full of trouble. He didn't promise us a troubleless life. Almost done, y'all. Making sense? Almost done. An unanswered or unasked question will leave you hurt. Slow down. An unanswered or unasked question will leave you hurt. Hurting. It will leave you uh, angry. It will leave you frustrated. It will leave you depressed. If you don't understand something, doesn't it make you just agitate you? And that is always a dangerous place to be. So I'm asking you, starting right now, will you release any of those unasked or unanswered questions this morning? Do you have any? Maybe I'm just talking to me. Maybe God's just been dealing with me. But I do remember standing here saying, I don't want this one devil to have to fight me, and he's, he's honored that. I'm not giving him any credit because I'm still standing here. And think, I know there's an expected end, but if you don't have those questions in your mind, make a list. If you don't do it today, make a list. Let every unanswered or unasked question be brought, I pray, to the surface of your mind. Because if you don't, he said, though, and I'm getting away, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. But I won't walk through the valley if I'm hindered by anger and frustration and and disbelief and doubt those are the things keeping me from getting to where he wants me to be Habakkuk Lord how long will you keep me how long will you not give me your answer Jesus said why hast thou forsaken me Jesus' answer we know came in the garden nevertheless not my will but thy will be done my nevertheless moment I told you already it came on that sky bridge I'd say let's go Lord after we cried and kissed and hugged and wasn't expecting any of that. We scared the poor little nurses so bad, they were like, it's okay. You know, they, we, the first morning I had to go over there for surgery, we hugged and kissed them, and then the tears came. Well, I didn't expect that because I'm tough. Can I be honest with y'all? I'd never asked God. I just assumed God was going with me. Right? Don't we do that? Well, he's always in front of me and he's behind me. I'm just going to assume he's going with me. He wants me to stop and put him in front of me. He wants me to stop and say, Lord, go with me before you. Before me, go before me and after me. Be with me and camp your angels. Unanswered or unasked questions. That was my nevertheless moment. God always has an answer. He's always ahead of the problem. Let me just say this, and, and I'm, coming, I'm getting close. God... It is more spiritual. Y'all, please, I should make you show me your hands so you don't throw anything at me. It is more spiritual to have honest doubt than it is to have superficial belief. And I have been challenged in the last few years. Yeah, I can stand up here and preach to you and tell you the word. and get That's the anointing if it, if it works at all. It's not me. God dealt with me personally over them and over me and over my family <laughs> superficial belief and I'm not saying there's any, I, I'm not accusing y'all know me I'm not grading belief I'm just saying I've gone to a new level of understanding an honest doubt that makes you ask a question will lead you further along the path than just 
I'm assuming God's going with me across this bridge. Does that make sense? It's normal to have them. It's normal to ask. But I just don't question his motive. If you're on the mountaintop, why? Why did he give me a mountaintop? What do I need to be doing for you? Who do I need to be helping while I'm here? If he gives me a valley, why? What do you need me to do? Show me the way I need to go. Tell me what I need to do. I'm tired of the devil keeping God's people living below the peace and joy and contentment that God has for them. It's not based on what's going on in this life. And now I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it. Our two grandbabies are there in heaven. They are. I don't superficially believe that. I know that. I know they will see them and I will see them and Charlotte will see them. I know that. Let me, and I wasn't going to share this with you, but I, I, they know this. The night of the last miscarriage. Go to bed. I'm still kind of mad. I don't have the answer to why other than trust and I go to sleep and I'll share this because it's family in here and I'm in this place and there's a lot of people and we're standing in the street I don't know if I've even told you this. did I tell you that standing in the street and I'm not and up walks Uncle Leland I have not dreamed about him before and I have not dreamed about him afterward I could even smell him the way he'd hug you back there, you know, we all kind of have that. And he said, it's okay. You can choose not to believe that. It's okay. You can choose to say, ah, you just were having a bad day. I have not dreamed before him or after him, but he came and gave me a hug on one of our darkest days and said, it's okay. I believe every word that's written in this book I believe it's true. I believe it's forever settled in heaven. I believe every one of your loved ones that's gone ahead of you, you're going to see again. I believe that. And if we keep those, th- if we can s- settle some of those fundamental questions in our spirits, it'll help us get past these questions we don't understand. Stay on the right side of the valley. Get to the right side of the valley. Peace and joy and freedom are over there. I already said this, but I'm going to say it one more time because I think God gave it to me. Genuine doubt is more spiritual than superficial belief. If you have one this morning, I think I'm going to turn it back over to you. But if you have one this morning, please don't leave here without at least acknowledging it. I pray that you could get rid of it right here because he's ready to receive it. But please, because wherever we're at on the spiritual ladder, there's more for us. If there's an infinite God, I don't have all of him there is. I have not arrived when I read. I may think I'm on a mountain, but I'm just on a little knoll. There may, there's, there's waters to swim in that I haven't gotten to yet. It's from faith to faith, and that's for all of us. Seek you first the kingdom, and then he will add everything else. There's another mountain on the side, other side of the valley, if you're in a valley right now. There's another mountain. This too shall pass. Alan Chandler making it very personal. This too shall pass. I believe God will bring more to you than you've lost. 
in Jesus' name. I do. My job, Shark can tell you this, when I was talking about being mad, I get mad at myself. Because even though Chandler's recovering, I'm still recovering. So you hear me, Satan. Over all of you, not just because this is my family over here, you're all my family. We're all in one family. Satan, take your hands off of these people. Every trap he has laid for you, I spring it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's my job, not because I'm special, but because I'm standing up here now. And if you'll just agree with me, and if you'll just take dominion and authority, as I know you do, don't give up. Don't grow weary in your well-doing. Spring those traps. Josh, you're a miracle. I got to see it on the video. You are a miracle, and you know that. <laughs> That's not your mountaintop. There's more. Why did you have that miracle? What does God have for you to do? Not I can pick on you too. I won't teach any end time stuff because he hates that. Do you see? Does this making every mountaintop's an, an opportunity to ask why? Every valley's an opportunity to ask why. If things look great, nevertheless, I mean, it's nevertheless it looks great. What do you have for me to do? What's next? Any unanswered questions in here this morning? I answered a question one time, and, and I'm going to be done. I'm going to let Keith wrap it up. 27 minutes. Don't be mad at me. In, in college, I had a psychology class. And those people tend to think they're smarter than everybody. They had a one-word, come to a final. We had a one-word final, Mason. They thought they were going to trip us up, and they did. The professor wrote one question on the board, why? And, and he wanted you, that was your final question. And so I watched, I sit there going, and I watched people write and 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 write. And I still hadn't written anything. But I didn't know why. And then I'm going to blame it on the Lord. The word because came into my mind. I wrote because why because and I turned it in and guess who made a hundred so the spiritual questions of why this morning because because he is king of kings and he is lord of lords because he'll never leave you and he'll never forsake you because his love never fails because he has us an expected end. Because, 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 because. Why is this going on in my life? I don't know. Because. Because. In Jesus' name. I hope it's made sense to you. Battle that demon called Satan. He is a fallen angel. He is not a, he is not a little God. He is a losing angel. And all those that serve with him, they are not omnipotent. They're not omnipresent. They're not omnipowerful. They're just fallen angels. And who was made a little higher than the angels? You can tread on his head with your heel. I'm just encouraging you this morning, don't let a simple why. Why are they mad at me at this church? Why don't I get to... Why is that person not speaking to me? 
getting in our office now, Denise. I could go over there. Why? Don't let a why stop you from being everything God wants you to be. And don't let a why stop you from being who God wants you to be. And do what God wants you to do.